This is Channel 253. In this episode of Gimme the Mic. If y'all can spend $100 on a ticket to go see someone in a far back row, yeah. and we're offering you drinks, front row access, food, your friends are going to be there, and it's 10 minutes away from your house, you can get parking, hopefully sometimes, because Tacoma, <laughs> Tacoma be tripping about the parking. And we're going to put on a good show for you. That's yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Okay. It's like, don't wait till we get on the big stage. You know, there's a lot of ups and downs, and the downs are the ones that define you. So mm, you know, like be it. prepared to face some adversity and just get through it. And don't quit. Channel 253 is a member-supported podcast network. I'm producer Doug Mackey, and I'm asking you to become a member and show your support. Go to channel253.com slash membership to join. Thank you. Give me the mic. the mic welcome back everyone to give me the mic i'm your host don Wen from the small city startup and i'm here today to highlight hardworking entrepreneurs here in our community i'm also interviewing people in our community that will help your business grow today i'm here with taryn roche ceo and kelvin penn president from couch surfers anonymous welcome hey thanks don hello yeah thanks for joining us and Let's talk about your business and how you came up with the business. Well, actually, let's start with your background and uh, where, where you came from and wow. how you ended up in Tacoma. Yeah, that's it's really so, deep, so personal. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, hey, how's your day going? <laughs> it's, it's right in there. You go Co- ahead. Go ahead. You, no, Cohen's Mr. Pierce County, so he'll like <laughs> Yeah, so my background. He's Mr. My, Tacoma. My background? Uh, background. Um, so I'm from, I consider myself a Washingtonian. I was born in Maryland, parents uh, from the East Coast, um, but we moved out this way uh, probably in, let's say, 97. So at this point, I'm pretty much a Washingtonian, I feel like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, throughout, uh, went through, graduated from Silicon High School, uh, went on to uh, play basketball over at Florida Atlantic University, um, decided to come back this way because I had... Um, not necessarily this business venture in mind, but um, another business venture that I had going on with my friends that I thought was going to take off, and uh, here we are today with Couch Surfers. <laughs> so. I, I want to hear about that other business venture. What was that? Oh, uh, man. Uh, I, I, just had, I just had a lot of, like my friends, we've always been like, you know, thinkers and just like um, creative people, just in a sense. So we had an idea for uh, putting together like a, a somewhat of like a school after school program for kids that would that's that's tailored towards the arts but also meets the sciences as well too um and we're gonna call it saint charles place and then we ran it by my mom and she was like that sounds too catholic so we're just gonna <laughs> why saint charles like that's it was my well it's my dad's my dad's name was charles sterling's granddad's name was charles so we were like saint charles place that's but with the saint in front of you you could have just called it charles but i don't know <laughs> it just sounded cool. So and then you never did it. We we're doing you know, it now. You no, know, it's weird <laughs> yeah. because yeah. it's like you say it that, and it's like it's it's after a while, after you so much of just moving in a certain direction, it's like it's actually kind of coming together right now. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. And I like so I've it. been in the position to do some really cool things as of late. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Taryn, can you tell us about your background? And in- I'm a military brat, so. Okay. 
Um, have a lot of siblings, like five. I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> um, but basically, I was born in El Paso, Texas, and then um, I moved out here when I was young, too. So I've been in different parts of Washington most of my life, but I'm a Washingtonian. Um, Sometimes I like it. (laughs) Sometimes, I don't know, it's just because my family is from the East Coast and, like, the South, that's not going to change my opinion. Um, and it's because, like, there's such a different culture that I'm used to when you're raised a certain way, but you're you're in a different environment. You're, like, born in a different environment. So there's a lot of, like, clash for me because there is, even though I'm raised here, like I said, I'm, my parents are East Coast and from the South, and I'm around my family a lot, and I'm military brat, so it's, like, you never really fit like you belong in anywhere. So, but I think that's also what makes Washington work too. And what I love about the Pacific Northwest is just like, I feel like everybody's okay with like, I just don't fit in yeah. anywhere. I feel like that's like, I that's the one thing I do kind of love about the art scene here. So mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Um, but I went to performing arts high school. My dream was to be an actress and... <laughs> I fell in love with songwriting just because I grew up in the church and my dad always had music and stuff around us and was heavily in the music um, ministry. So I did that and then um, did pageants, tried to go that route, and it wasn't for me. (laughs) Um, And then I was just like, after going to college, you're just like, I'm kind of overdoing music stuff. It kills your dream. Reality hits you. And then I met these guys, so... (laughs) Um, And never kind of, I don't know, there's stuff where you're meant to do something never kind of left me, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you got together, and then you started Couchsurfers Anonymous. How'd that happen? Um, So our third partner, Brian Veal, is the founder. I've known Brian since, uh, I want to say at least since sixth grade. Um, So it's kind of cool. It's kind of like a round round experience, essentially, where it comes back to the point. Um, But I've been... <clears throat> Brian's been doing music, um, what, the dude probably started figuring out that he wanted to rap since he was, like, in sixth, sixth grade, grade, fifth yeah. grade or mm-hmm. something, so, and, and uh, you know, I'm speaking on his behalf, he's a prolific front man and artist, just in general, um, but he was the, so he, his title is founder, so, and he is the founder, he started Couchsurfers Anonymous, um, I want to say, uh, it's been about at least six years ago now, if that. Um, and with another, uh, with another, uh, one of our friends, DJ Crico, Christian Conversano, um, who is also our, our, our couch proclaimed DJ as well too. Okay. Um, the idea was to just kind of, essentially we were just trying to figure out, like put our best resources together. How can we get our music out there? Mm-hmm. Um, after I came back from school, I was really producing heavy for Brian. We had a other, uh, a lot of other people also started, um, coming together producing wise and we were all trying to really... Um, push, push, just push our stuff out there. Um, and at that time, I would say for myself as an artist, I was still trying to figure out how and who, who I was trying to be. Um, so I was mainly a producer and maybe a songwriter in that instance. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, so what does couch surfers do? I I see that's around music, Mm -hmm. but it seems like a lot more than that, right? I I like to say production and entertainment, the simple way of of saying that, just because um, we do a lot. And I think what makes us different is like we're heavily based on education. So while we love to do 
like put on shows and events and everything. We also are community oriented and we're also about like educating and making sure what we're doing is like something essential with our platform to our community. Um, so with productions, that means like uh, Kelvin had the idea of doing the 24. I'm going to let him elaborate on that just because that's like more of his passion. Um, and so this 24 hour streaming network of just producing honest news and just like also supporting and marketing in our local community because there's so much out in Tacoma and then even us forming as a collective we did that because it was kind of necessary um there's not really an art infrastructure for us to fall out here in Tacoma but there's so much talent and it's kind of crazy so our goal was and that was not was to like also educate ourselves because us, us not only just being artists but songwriters singers like not just not just performers in that way. Like we are all in a way Renaissance people, so we all are able to kind of pick up different hats, which which is pretty cool. But I think our main thing was to be like, hey, we want to do what we love, but we want to do it in a way that makes sense, and not just because we're trying to get like big or famous. It's because we want to make an impact with what what our messaging is, who we are, and who we're serving. Um, and then also the entertainment part, because we do, I mean, we're artists, we love to throw on fun events. Um, and I think that's also important for the community because um, there's a lot going on. So when you could just have something that's magical put together, like an amazing, I know for me, when I see an amazing show and I also see just talent and I hear lyrics and I see people that are pursuing something like bigger than them, it's inspirational. So I think in that aspect too we want to be inspirational but also show the beauty of teamwork and coming together mm -hmm. in a way that most people don't understand is necessary to survive in the in what we're doing mm -hmm. and so how often do you have events uh, <laughs> <laughs> big side from both of you there's a lot um yeah <laughs> It's a big question. So um, <laughs> we're obviously we wear a lot of hats. We're involved in quite a few things and whatnot as well. Um, and we have a lot of partnerships as well, too. Um, the Rain Incubator being one of them. Our um, biggest one. Yeah. Our biggest one that we work with. And we actually, Taryn and I work there uh, currently as well, too. The Stan, that's how you know us as well. Yep, so, yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> and we'll be highlighting Rain Incubator in our next episode. Absolutely. So stay tuned for that. Absolutely. But, yeah. Um, but another uh, another company is Landmark AV, which is a uh, production company that I uh, primarily that I work for. Which um, we've been able to do a lot of really cool things. We do we do sound, we do lighting, um, we do amongst a, a bunch of other things. So and we'll do a lot of collaborations between our companies together as well too. Mm -hmm. um, so when you say how many events, it's 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 kind of like man. Um, you know, in what capacity are we talking about it? <laughs> like what, yeah. like who, who's putting it on? Because everything's intertwined. And I think that's the cool thing about the whole mm. thing is that um, small business makes up like a large portion, especially in Tacoma, of, of just revenue just in general, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so the, the more that we can work together and, and, and bring our resources together, which is what I think that we're all on the same page about, um, I think it turns into something really dope, so— yeah, okay. but it's it's hard to say how many events just because we are those type of people is like if someone needs help like I don't know how we get ourselves involved with it but especially just because we're passionate it's just like if someone's like yo we're doing this event we're trying to raise awareness for this thing um, as long as it kind of outlines with our, our values we we 
try to do stuff where it makes sense to do stuff. So we're not out here just like, we're going to do events just to throw events. But yeah. we're we're trying to say like, okay, let's collaborate because it doesn't make sense to do something if someone else already started something. So it's kind of like we, we throw ones, but we also participate in a lot just because it makes more sense for us to maneuver that way versus trying to like reinvent the wheel. Okay. Yeah. And what is the next event you have lined up? Ooh, do you want to know? We have mm. a couple. Um, Talk about the one at Shed. Yes. That is the next one. Yeah. So we have uh, Shed Studios, which is going to be me, Kelvin, Brian, our other friend, Adrian. Um, and so we're doing that, putting on show there. And just because, you know, we shout out to music. Shed Studios, too. It's a really cool up and coming small venue space over it's in nice. Tacoma. Where is that at? Um, across from McMinniman's in the small brick building. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. And it's about a 40 pit person venue. Um, my band, Race to the Light, actually played uh, played out over there. Um, Go follow them on Instagram. Yeah. What was the name? Uh, the band is Race to the Light. Race to the Light. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, and it just, they, they, they put on, I mean, you can have 40 people in there, but you can also stream and do music. Uh, you can um, stream out to like different channels and whatnot as well, too. Um, mm-hmm. Photography studio, just multi-purpose room studio. Um, in fact, they have an event tonight that we're actually going to be at. So Okay. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. yeah. They're just, it, it's crazy the type of people that we have in Tacoma and just people don't realize it, like yeah. the talent here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. it. And so I'm going to ask, how did you get the money to start this business? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what money? What money? Like, I don't think we ever, I, you don't go into this thing right away with like, it's just money. It's like we all put in what our gifts and talents are and just like all go in together. So it's from us working our jobs and it's like, hey guys, we need to get this mixer. Let's go in. Everybody, let's go in for for rent or who can help with this. So it's, I think that's pr- pretty cool because most people... I just never met a bunch of musicians where you could be like, yeah, we're going to buy this guitar and it's like, we're going to leave it here for anybody to use. Because wow. like, I know that people are particular. I went to performing arts high school. Like you, it gave me a distaste about working with other musicians mm-hmm. so, because mm-hmm. it's like, it, it really is intimidating and it's really um, scary, especially if you're vulnerable or something new and you want to try to go after that. But here it's just different. Like the atmosphere is just like, yeah, we're going to help you th- with this or I want to help you be better. And it's like, you don't get a lot of that in, in a field that feels competitive, but it doesn't have to be, you know what I mean? So I think we all, there's not really money that comes into it. It's just mm-hmm. us working and putting t- together with that being said, because we've um, been applying for different grants and working on actually like funneling in and focusing in on our business, we have won some grant money and we're looking to try to pursue more uh, sources of income and be more intentional with things we we need to do so that we can um, create longevity and revenue with what we're doing. Um, But of course, it takes time. So it doesn't happen overnight. You got to be creative in creating fundraising operations and whatnot and initiatives. So I think that's Something that I kind of strayed away from early in the beginning, um, I would say, when we're starting. And then now it's kind of like, oh, okay, like, there's different ways that you can raise money to where you don't have to feel like maybe you're, like, selling out or something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what grant did you get awarded? The resiliency grant. So Pierce County, you guys are awesome. Um, (laughs) But yeah, we applied for that just because we partnered with Spaceworks, which is why Jen is our mentor and we love that woman to death. She's amazing. Shout out, Jen. We love you. Yeah, I'm actually interviewing the second half. Yeah. Of this yeah, episode, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so she's... she's an, we love Jen. <laughs> we love her to death. Oh, my gosh, she's amazing. So uh, we... 
we literally have a lot of um, opportunities because of SpaceWorks and because of them. So we'll get emails. And I, I don't know why I check emails more than I check text messages. But I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens when you run two different business. You become like that person. So she always, like, makes sure to look out, not just for us, but anybody that was in her cohort at one time. She's like, here are these resources, which makes it easier for us to elevate. The reason why people don't move where they want to is because— they don't have the resources or they don't know where the resources is. So it's kind of cool where you don't feel like there's this gatekeeping of information. She's Mm -hmm. just like, here's this email, who wants to do it? And then it filters out who really wants to pursue that, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. And tell me more about your experience through SpaceWorks. Yeah. um, So having heard of SpaceWorks um, for years now, right, and and just the notoriety of it, um, I— it's just kind of funny because it took us so long to kind of even just get into the process. Cause, but you, when you hear things like, you know, ETC went through that program, right? Mm-hmm. And now look how, look how well that they're really doing. Yeah, right? Wind you talkers know? went through there and yeah. I think they just raised $50 million. What? That's going to be yeah. us. That's going to be us next. Yeah. Wind talkers? <laughs> yeah. What is wind talkers? I'm not exactly sure, but it's some type of like communication company that utilizes satellites and set, uh, towers I'm, don't quote me on that, but it's something along those lines. In Tacoma. In Tacoma. Yeah, I tried, to, I tried to get them on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to get them on, but they're just so busy these days. Dude. I mean, I can imagine you want $50 million. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to act a little different. But that's cool. that's cool. I mean, that's also next level stuff, though. That sounds yeah. like. Oh, yeah. if it, that's, I mean, that's if what you're saying is true. That's exciting, uh, though. But the experience, I think, so... Um, after hearing about that, going through the process, um, and actually just going through the whole the, the program just in general, um, what I found with SpaceWorks is when you're going through it, sometimes things might not ne- make sense to you in the moment, right? Um, and depends on the week because you'll have a theme for the week where we're going over this, that, oh, or yeah. the other, right? Yeah. But at some point, that stuff is going to hit home. And you're going to wish that you had either paid attention or went through something to figure that out. Be taking them notes. like it, To I, get you ready when I, it comes to applying for grants, when it comes to any, any type of funding situation, you want to have your stuff together. And I think that they do a well, like a really good job mm-hmm. explaining it and getting you ready for it. Mm-hmm. And then also you get the information to take home with you afterwards. So when you actually get into that scenario, you, you can actually apply it. But I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, I, I was cutting you off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I was just saying I think it, it's really cool, that experience, because it does help you not be so overwhelmed with an idea. Mm-hmm. And it's very it's a safe space of encouraging because out here you say to somebody, hey, I want to start this business. I don't have it all together, but this is I'm I'm we're kind of doing some of that work now and we want to structure it. Most people are looking at you like, come back to me when you have your plan. And for some people, it's intimidating. Like you Mm -hmm. didn't, you know, for entrepreneurs and people that are in arts, like I was fortunate enough, even though, love you, mom, happy birthday, by the way. Um, (laughs) My mom always kept saying, go to school for business. And I was so resistant. I was like, I'm going to make it. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be a musician. I'm going to make it. And I don't need to go to school for business. Like I was so resistant because for me, I was hearing, you don't think I can make it. But really what she was saying was like, you need that education backing to be successful. And I feel like in anything you do, Um, So not like me, I had more of that structure kind of coming in because I like heavily went ham with studying business and different stuff and understand the industry. But just talking to other people that like I like you are crazy talented. 
how are you not making money right now? It's like they never had that backing for them. So it's like I really didn't know. And it's and it's a safe space to say that because I most I feel like now people are very judgmental. So if you say I don't know something like you have to kind of come off as like, oh, I know it. But I think what was great is you could say, like, I don't know what mm-hmm. this is or I don't remember this from school or I don't maybe I just at all I'm just at a wit's end so I think it was cool that we always had takeaway assignments um also it was really cool that we had like breakout groups so that when you talk to other people it was less it was less intimidating because they're the saying the same thing so it's like when you talk in the group it was like oh everybody seems because everybody's quiet so they're like <laughs> yeah I get it so I'm like oh so I'm the stupid one but when you go in the breakout groups they're like no man I don't get it I was like thank god because <laughs> like, then you can go back to the main group and just talk about it and then after that it feels like you have like this lifelong support because and it's like access to so much things from oh, that yeah. program. Like it's it's been a blessing because we just, you know, you meet so many alumni and everybody that I've encountered has been just very supportive because they understand, you know, the work that has to be put into it. So they're they're more open to collaboration, um, just very frugal because we're all supporting each other where it makes sense to support each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's refreshing to hear because oftentimes when you have an idea, it is overwhelming. A lot of people don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. And SpaceWorks will help you with that if yeah. you yes. just have an idea. Mm-hmm. So people talk great about SpaceWorks. And, oh, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited to have them on. And so you guys, are you down at Rain Incubator 2? Yeah, I'm, I'm heading over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Do you yeah. work down there as well? Or? Yeah. My boss, but... Yeah, I'm technically his boss there. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That, that's great. And I'll be talking to David Hirschberg in our next episode oh, about that incubator that. as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just be prepared. Too. Just be prepared. David knows this, and we love you, David, too. But you gotta, you have to be very specific because that man, <laughs> he's he's a genius. He's like, I... Yeah, PhD. No, it's not even that. It's just like, you know how much people have PhDs and you talk to them and you're like, you clearly don't have an understanding of the world. <laughs> if you, But he, like, I'm, and I know you're going to talk to Rain, but I'm just saying, like, he is a, like, that team over there just are amazing. Like, unfortunately, there's circumstances that, like, kind of delayed where they could be right now. But, like, that just still didn't stop it. Like, that man is just a genius in how much he cares about the community mm-hmm. with all the resources that he had. Like, I've never met somebody that's like, nope, I'm not going to take a paycheck, but I'm going to come to work consistently every day mm-hmm. yeah. to make sure that, you know, we're getting safe, reliable information out to people and I'm helping other people. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, for sure. I that's love what he's crazy. doing down there. Yeah. yeah. And that's my background too, biomedical engineering. And oh, really? Yeah. What he's doing out there is right in, right in my alley. Yeah. So, so how are you, when are you finna come down there and just start was, working uh, on some stuff? He's gonna try to recruit you. Yeah, he will. He will. He I, will. I've been stopping by a little bit here and there. Oh yeah, but I'll make my way down there more often. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna be like, hey, I have this project for you. So yeah, just I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> just, just be ready because you're excited at first. But so, no, it's great. Yeah, yeah. So where do you like to get lunch down there while you're down there, Rain? Man. Don't even ask this. I'm Look, trying man, not to. Yeah, I'm trying to be yeah, very I'll professional right now. I'll take now. this question. <laughs> I have probably a uh, man. There's too many places. Man. No, he goes to the same so places. Eleven Eleven, Laka Bar. Eleven Eleven is great. Like, don't don't, oh, yeah, don't sandwiches. Yeah, man, don't. Yeah, Laka Bar is great. You been to Laka Bar? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah Laka Bar. I think that's how I pronounce. I'm is Vietnamese. That how you, okay, so oh, no, yeah, tell me. I think tell me. so. I think so. That's how you say it. Lakai, yeah, I think, I think, yeah. It yeah. says it's called like the chill bar. I know. T- shout out Tuan. 
Yeah, you know me, we'll have to ask him. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My Vietnamese is not that fluent. I got you. <laughs> Seven Seas is right down the street. They have okay. built, built Tacoma inside. Like Seven Seas, I've actually, until we had to ask him for an auction item one time, and I was like, I've never been inside of it. It's really dope. It I'm is. Like, it's a big space. We need to talk to them yeah. about doing a show there. That just came to my mind. But yeah. that place is nice. It is. It's a great addition to Tacoma. You've never lied, man. <laughs> <laughs> and so what advice do you have for aspiring entrepreneurs? Um, just understand that failure is not means to stop. Failure is a learning opportunity. And I think this was something that I, the one reason I was thankful to go to my graduation, cause I don't like going to big events like that. Um, Josh Telly was our speaker and I'll always remember him because you get those typical high school speeches that are just like, Hey, you're going to be great. And the future is yours. And like, you go out there and it's like, what the heck? Like, this this looks like nothing I was explained to in high school, but he said, you know, learn to fail forward. And his speech was just impeccable. And it tuned me in because I was such a perfectionist at that time. Like if I messed something up, I freaked out. It was, it was crazy. Um, But he talked about the importance of of failure being an education opportunity and it's never meaning that you're you're meant to stop that so just because the goal didn't go exactly the way or the the path that you created to try to achieve the goal didn't go exactly how you wanted it to go doesn't mean the goal is still not like applicable like it's not it's still not reachable like you can still reach that goal that's what i'm trying to say so yeah yeah. i I would tell people to not be afraid to fail oh yeah not be afraid to say you know what like i think that's another thing from all our mentors jen david um even with justin and stuff just people that we've worked with that i've been always inspired about is their work ethic and it's like okay we messed up this and we lost this a bunch of money let's do this next thing and it's like what and I listen to our board meetings and they're just like so nonchalant about it it's just and I'm like looking at it because I worked in corporation and if you make one mistake it it's literally crazy how much they're just like you messed up this day and it's like you can't have bad days so I just say like you can have bad days you can fail but just know be around people that are like-minded to remind you of the goal, which is what's cool about our team and what's cool about Couch is because I've called this dude crying so many days, like, I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't care what you say. Like, I like probably one of the most patient people I've met to deal with that. But I'm like, I'm over it. Like, this person's not listening. This is not going. And he's like, dude, remember the goal. And then I'll, I'll like not hear him right away and I'll listen to and I'm like you're right like we've done so much and also take the time to like swallow in your achievements and know that like those are steps too and so don't just be like oh I did this one thing that's not enough like because it will never be enough be happy for like the the little things because those moments when you when they pass you by they're going to be like critical moments in your life like oh my gosh we really did that Mm -hmm. and you miss those experiences so you want to just kind of be more present in the moment oh yeah yeah. yeah, I would echo the same. It's kind of like, to be honest with you, it's last man standing. If uh, being honest, when it comes to business, um, I mean, it, it really is. When you think about it, it's like if the last man standing is usually the person who's going to make it out. Yeah. Um, and when it comes down, uh, last man or woman, I, I apologize, I should say that, but the uh, <laughs> the it, it's whoever's going to actually do the stuff that they're actually talking about at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people out there that will say, and there's a lot of people that might get to a certain point and it might look like they're doing really good and might be, but at some point the rubber always meets the road and you have to perform. Mm-hmm. So as long if as long as you're ready and you're always willing to like learn and, and move forward, I think you're, you're never really going to ever fail. 
Yeah. It's not a race. Yeah. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. It's not a race. It's a longevity marathon, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, man. Oh, yeah. I like it. Thank you. And how can we help you out as a community? Oh, God. Um, su- support local. <laughs> I, I, I will go ham on this. Support for local artists is, like, such a big thing, and especially in Tacoma, which is, like, just because I feel like— um, <sighs> How can I how can I best explain this without I don't want to say that because I'm gonna be like don't word vomit um, <laughs> don't word vomit I just I think experience like I feel like because there's a feel for most artists that there's a lack of resources there's a lot of gatekeeping going on so it's like oh I I like can't share this with everybody else because then I won't get this opportunity and it's not against those people like you understand the situation because it really is hard out here to figure out who knows who and do all this negotiation so I I just say like if you have a friend or people that are doing local artist stuff like that and that's not just for our team I just mean like in the community of, of good support is like you know, that can look like, let me share your stuff. Let me take like five minutes to listen to that. It does like if I couldn't make a show, um, how can I stream and stuff? Like, don't wait until that person blows up. And I've noticed that it mm-hmm. always you. It, and that's why artists like, you know, they speak this like I have to do this and work so hard this way because I want to earn the support of my community. But I'm like, you can you can have that without having to do all that. And I think that's important for us. As artists and even collaborators to have that support of just knowing that, like, people are taking the time to just look at our content. For me, that's a big deal. Like, I, I get people have lives, but just to, like, you know, this is for— the, the the, stig- It's like the stigma of Tacoma, and we love—I I love Tacoma. I'm yeah. from here, you know, everything about it. The stigma of Tacoma is that you don't blow up here first. You go somewhere yeah. else to blow up, and then everybody here comes back and— and 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 essentially that's what we're trying to turn around, mm-hmm. right? Like, like we want to make it, we want to make this place a hub, man. You know, it's um, Seattle, Tacoma, and Olympia are not even. They might be just the same size, if not smaller, than L.A. proper. Yep, for right? sure. Mm-hmm. And people out there work together. They collaborate together. And I think now people are really starting to get out and, like, poke their heads out and really let people know who they are mm-hmm. when it comes to um, just artistry here. But I agree, I, I, I agree with, uh, with, with Taryn um, as far as when it comes to support. Um, and support looks like a bunch of different ways, right? If you can't make it to a show, correct, you can stream it. Um, financial support. Um, we need money. Financial is <laughs> I always mean, I'm a big thing. I'm just being real. Like, if y'all are gonna come, like we we try to make it like affordable. But if y'all can spend a hundred dollars on a ticket to go see someone in a far back row, yeah. and we're offering you drinks, front row access, food, your friends are gonna be there, and it's ten minutes away from your house, you can get parking. Hopefully, sometimes because Tacoma, <laughs> come be tripping about the parking. And we're gonna put on a good show for you. That's yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Okay. It's like don't wait till we get on the big stage. Like you know, a lot of and um, you know, I watch a lot of and I don't want to quote Suge Knight or just different people, no, but like, like you know, like they were looking out for their community, so the community looks out for them. And I think for us, we tr- we want to do more for our community, so we also need that reciprocated. Like mm-hmm. we, it's the same thing like David faces with trying to bring science into to biotech into Tacoma. Like we are doing so much and it's like we have to prove that we're doing so much and we don't want to have to be like, hey, we're doing this, this, and this because that's not the reason why we do it. We do it because we care and we want to see this grow and it's and it's a cool thing to bring to our city. But just I just feel like if people 
can give that same support back in whatever way that it makes sense for you to do that. I mean, if money, like, I'm just going to say again, money, like, (laughs) (laughs) like if you want to be like, Hey, I know this donor and this investor. Um, and then also just like, again, passing resources. So I think, and in Tacoma, I would love to see more, um, intentional ways of collaboration to, so that we're getting the resources to where they need to be. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Thank you. And we'll definitely support from the community. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today. And I think we're going to break away and have a sample of some of your artistry. Okay, yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And then after, we'll be back with Jennifer English and David Combs from Spaceworks. Okay, sweet. I'm like David, too. Lusting father's loop, stenomical with a monocle, lowly ponds where his pursuit. Megaphone in hand as he took to a stand, as it whispered sweet nothing to the low hanging fruit. Come on, come on, so that you may perceive. It's the realest trick ever since that snake that trick deed. Make sure you don't blink so your eyes don't see. Most importantly of all, I need you all to believe. I pin my dime just to check the scene. Not an ounce of bad blood came from this Nickelodeon. His queen, fine and tall, took to the stage. Dressed in fine garments, appearance of a sage. The lights were set, the stage was set. I'm ready to be entertained. Just ease my pain and let me. Can I find my way? Which way? Where's that confetti, huh? Best believe when I get there, I'll be ready. But I really couldn't find the words to say. When they pull me at the crowd, uh, the stairs were loud A sense of freedom to my kingdom, knowing I was proud, proud. Stage the maze said, we'll make it on through As long as I do my part and I just leave the crowd, no clue Then he promised from my troubles that he'd be lonely tomorrow The more a man know it, the more he know it's sorrow And if tomorrow still feels like yesterday Tomorrow still feels like yesterday And it feels like sunny showers Hello, this is Eric Hanberg, host of the Channel 253 podcast, Citizen Tacoma, and a proud Alaska Airlines frequent flyer. Everything in our day-to-day life seems to involve more hassle these days. So it feels good that Alaska Airlines is making something easier. Alaska has made air travel virtually touch-free. Here's the rundown. When you check your bags at the airport, you won't have to touch the kiosk to print your bag tags. They'll print when you scan your boarding passes, or you can even print them from home. When you board your flight, they can scan your boarding pass from as much as six feet away. Now, the lawyers want me to say that this might not work if the lighting in the terminal is low or if the print quality of your boarding pass isn't great. But still, kudos to Alaska for trying to keep physical distancing at every point of the trip. And don't forget, you can pre-order your meal from your phone or from your computer. You can even put your card on file in case you decide mid-flight to splurge on a local wine or beer. Get your drink without pulling out your card. Now that's the perfect blend of convenience, safety, and temptation. Those are the thoughtful details that make me choose Alaska Airlines every time I fly domestically. When you're ready to travel, rest easy, because Alaska's got this. Skip the travel sites and visit alaskaair.com to book your next flight. Thank you, Alaska Airlines, for making travel smoother, and thank you for your support of Channel 253. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed your break. 
Here with me now, I have Jennifer English and David Combs of Spaceworks. Jennifer English is the business training coordinator, and David Combs is the capital access manager. And I'm very happy to have you guys. And I've heard so many good things about Spaceworks uh, amongst other entrepreneurs I've talked to, so very exciting. But let's start off by saying uh, or going over what type of things you can do to help our entrepreneurs in our community. And we'll start with you, Jennifer. Wow. Kind of everything as far as like wraparound services, as far as the business training cohorts go. Um, We help folks that are just in the idea phase. So they wake up in the middle of the night, they got a business idea. What do I do next? So we can help them um, with those core business things like, you know, their why. Why do you want to start a business? Are you an entrepreneur? Um, Pro tip, if you don't have the skills to be an entrepreneur, you can learn them. So it's not, you know, it's uh, just kind of exploring what being an entrepreneur is. And then we help folks that have been in business for, you know, five or six years that just maybe have never done a business plan. Um, They're doing okay, but man, they could really be doing so much better. So we have all kinds of services um, to help folks in all different levels of entrepreneurship. Yeah, that's awesome. I know that you helped out Ryan Luther with Wind Talker. And previously, I said they raised $50 million. They raised only $31 million, So I was a little bit only. off. Yeah. So, only. And you helped them when they were only, what, a few people, right? I think, yeah. They were real close to just business idea, but they'd been doing some stuff for, for a minute. So, um, yeah, they, that was pretty early on. Yeah, and uh, with your help, man, they're they're doing it. They're really taking off. So that's awesome to hear. Wow. And David, so what type of help can you help to provide to our entrepreneurs out here? Well, my role as being the capital access manager is being the lead on our zero percent interest microloan program. So with the tentacles that uh, the space work program has, now we're adding. Um, the, the support of uh, finance, well, well, not the finance support, but getting access to uh, funds that most entrepreneurs like extremely need. So with the 0% interest microloan program, my responsibility is kind of connecting the entrepreneurs to these loans and walking them through the process of the whole thing and just kind of getting them familiar with uh, Kiva, the the the, pro, the organization that SpaceWorks has partnered with to bring these uh, microloans to these businesses and, uh, you know, just kind of doing some handholding and really supporting them through the whole process and getting them um, these funds in their pockets to help them grow and start their business. That's great. And uh, I mm-hmm. appreciate what you're doing out here. So I'm going to get back to you, but I have some more questions for Jennifer about SpaceWorks. For as far as the cohorts go, is there some type of selection process and who gets to join these programs? Yes. Well, yes and no. So we, um, my dog's going to choose to bark right now. Um, So we have two cohorts that run twice a year. Um, One is for the business idea folks, those folks that wake up and have an idea. That's a four week um, cohort. There is no selection process for that. Um, because they don't know what their business is. Um, For the 12-week business launch cohort, um, there is a selection process for that. Um, 
part of it is based on how we interact with the community and the other half of it is based on our funding. How, you know, SpaceWorks is a nonprofit. Um, we are under the Chamber of Commerce. However, we are responsible for our own funding. And that's tied to creating a certain amount, certain number of businesses in the city of Tacoma, low to moderate income, and we want to make sure that our classes um, reflect the diversity of the city. So if you are living in Olympia, you're not going to be selected for the program because we need businesses in Tacoma. That's based on our funding. We would love to help everyone, um, but based on our funding, um, it needs to be Tacoma-centric uh, businesses. We um, also look at um, financial need. So low to moderate income, um, not all that are selected need to be low to moderate income, but we look to make sure we have a higher percentage of folks um, that are low to moderate income so that we can, again, um, do our part and help those folks and get funding. It's just a full, it's a circle, right? So we help those folks, we get our funding that helps us help them. And it's just this, it's an ecosystem of its own. Um, and the selection panel <clears throat> is comprised of um, our steering committee, um, stakeholders in the community, a couple alumni from the program, um, folks from the city. Um, and it's, you know, it's a, it's like a four or five hour meeting to go through and really, you know, dig into these applications and um, get those innovative, um, creative um, businesses um, into the program. And does it cost anything? It does, but you know, we're not gonna turn anyone away for inability to pay. It's $200 for the 12 week program. And it's about $11,000 worth of support that they're getting through that program. So it's, you know, it's cheap. And then we also do sliding scale. Okay. So based on, you know, low to moderate income, it's you're either it's either $200, $50. It's we'll do payment plans. We're not trying to have that as a barrier. I see. And with COVID right now, are you having classes in person yet or are you still virtual? Not yet. We're still virtual, um, which, you know, our classes run every Tuesday from 6 to 9 p.m., and so, you know, it used to be we'd meet down at the chamber office, do our class for three hours, and then people go home. Um, Tacoma is a big city, even though these businesses are all based in Tacoma. It's kind of hard for some folks to um, leave downtown Tacoma at nine o'clock and then they get, you know, maybe they came straight from work to class. So I've, I'm seeing that it's kind of nice doing it virtually. Um, it's a little more accessible for folks, especially those with young children. Um, and who doesn't like, you know, being in their pajamas, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, being yeah. comfortable in your own space. And, you know, but we're hoping to, you know, as um, some of these restrictions open up, um, mixing it so that we have a few classes that we do meet in person. Um, just, you know, for that camaraderie. Mm -hmm. We still get, we still get it over zoom. I was worried. That was one of the things I was worried about. I'm like, are they going to bond over the 12 weeks being virtual? And they totally do. 
They do. So um, I don't know if that's just, you know, a reflection of our society and we're just getting used to these types of interactions or, you know, if that's just how the program works, because that's kind of one of the benefits of the programming as well is you end up going, you know, go through the cohort, you have the, your cohort friends, and then the broader alumni network of all of the folks that have gone through the programming throughout the years. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer, you've been doing this for a while. I'm curious, is there any type of business that tends to be more successful than others that you've seen strive over other businesses? No, I, I no, because there's so, there's such a wide variety of businesses that come through. Um, yes, some are similar, but none of them are exactly the same. And it really, it really just depends on the entrepreneur, how successful they are and how much work they want to put in. So you're saying seeing these businesses, that is the X factor, the entrepreneur's mentality. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yep. Cause you got it. You got to put, it's not easy. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's not easy being cheesy. And yeah. <laughs> you know, so especially like with social media marketing, everything's on social media, right? You know, you're not putting an ad in the little nickel. Mm-hmm. You're not taking a class. Are there classified still? I don't even know. It's <laughs> you can't, if you're not willing to hire someone and not willing to put in some of the work, it's, you know, you're not going to reap those rewards that you can get out of, out of that style of marketing as an example. Yeah, no, that's great. You got to have some grit and uh, you got to keep on hustling. I like it. Yep. Yeah. Thank you for that, Jennifer. I have questions for, for sure. David around those micro loans we, you were talking about. So yeah. where do these funds come from and what are the terms, the rates? So the funds come, the funds come from investors all across the world in our local community and other local communities um, in, in, in cities and countries all across the world from folks like me and you who are looking to, you know, just help these small businesses, you know, start or grow. So when, when these funds are investments, so uh, they're coming from investors, but when I say investors, I don't mean, you know, folks who are looking to uh, make a profit off of these investments. They're not looking, um, you know, they're not folks who are like investing in real estate or, um, you know, stock markets and things like that. They're like folks like me and you who are just, you know, like I said, trying to help uh, these these small businesses start or grow. And that's why you see the average investment be between 25 and 50 bucks. But that 25 and 50 bucks goes a long way considering um, the network of investors that your loan um, is presented to. So that's another great thing about these types of loans. Uh, Kiva and SpaceWorks have made them very low barrier because of where the funds come from. Um, They're not coming from the the government federally or locally. So there's not a lot of red tape tied to them. Um, When they're coming from these investors, these investors are telling, you know, where the dollar is supposed to go. They're they're saying, I want to invest directly into this specific business. So when that is happening, you know, you can see how, these funds are easily accessible, especially for, for, you know, people who might not have the collateral or the business history um, to gain access to most traditional loans. So these loans range from 1K to 15K, and the terms are between one and three years, depending on the amount of your loans. And 
like I said, there's 0% interest. So it's really wow. easy to um, figure out what your monthly payment would be. Yeah, that is awesome. 0% interest. Did I hear that correctly? Yep, 0% interest. Yeah, and do they have to have a credit check or anything like that? They do do a credit check, but your credit score isn't a determining factor. Now, the better your credit, the better your credit is, of course, the more you'll probably get qualified for. But it's not a determining factor on whether or not you'll get qualified. The main reason they do check your credit is to make sure that you don't have any bankruptcies within the last five years or any other types of financial fraud. They just want to make sure that you're not in the habit of using funds in the wrong way. I see. And it's it's a soft credit check, too. So oh, okay. It doesn't have an impact on your score. Okay. And are these mm -hmm. loans only for people who go through SpaceWorks program, or are they for anyone? No, these loans are for anyone in the world. So any uh, legit business across the world can apply for these loans. Um, if the, the benefit that you have of being a business in the city of Tacoma is that if you apply for these loans and you get the services of me to be able to help you get through the process of not to say that you won't have you know if you're not in the city of Tacoma uh, you won't have somebody helping you just won't have somebody like regionally or locally I mean there's there'll be somebody at Kiva that'll that'll assist you but it'll probably be like either uh, via email or uh, phone that is awesome so how do I apply for one of these loans all you got to do is go to kiva.org slash borrow and fill out the application. Um, you, we can, me and you can uh, link up later and connect and I can send you all the documentation, you know, the Kiva application checklist so you can have all your ducks in a row. So expedite the process and I can kind of get you more familiar on the, the, the whole process because the, the process is a little bit different than most traditional um, loan uh, applications. Uh, there's three phases. The first phase is like most traditional loans, where it's the application phase where you, you know, fill out all, you know, the, the application tell, you know, you know, submit your business information, personal information, um, your, your business documentation, why you need a loan, how, how much of a loan you need, why you need it, how you plan on paying it back. And then you also have to create a loan profile. And this is where it kind of different differs and most traditional loans because the loan profile is where you kind of tell your story of your business, who you are, why you started your business. And most traditional lenders, they don't really care mm -hmm. you know, about why you started your mm -hmm. business or anything like that. But because these funds are coming from investors across the world, they do want to know because they're looking to invest in specific type of businesses and ones that have impacts on their community. And that's kind of where where Kiva comes in and, and rather than saying you have to have a certain credit within the agencies like tran, the TransUnions and Equifax, they want to see that you have credit within your community. Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, because the investors are looking for, looking to invest in, in businesses that have, you know, major, not major, but, you know, are being impactful in their community and, and um, you know, have commitments to the communities and things like that. So, once you submit the application, it comes across my desk. I take a look at it. If everything is good to go, I send it off to the Kiva underwriters. They kind of do their thing, which takes about, you know, anywhere between four to five business days. And once they, you know, say, you know, what you've been approved for, if you've been approved for the amount you requested, then your loan profile then goes into the, to the private crowdfunding phase. So this is where, you know, the game really changes when it comes to the loan process. Because these loans are coming from investors, they have to be crowdfunded. So your loan profile has to be, you know, put in front of 
um, you know, the network of investors that Kiva has across the world. And the first crowdfunding phase is the private crowdfunding phase where Kiva asks you to invite five to 10 folks within your support network to invest towards your loan. And invest, invest is the key word. These aren't donations like crowd, you know, uh, other crowdsourcing where they're like GoFundMe. Um, these are funds that you're, you're going to get back if you invest in these businesses. And, uh, you know, to date, the majority of the borrowers have been able to breeze through the private crowdfunding phase because most entrepreneurs have already have five to 10 people who are already supporting them, you know, on their entrepreneur career. And so, you know, what I've noticed is that, you know, most, most borrowers breeze through that phase, takes them, you know, a, a day or two. And then after that happens, then your loan profile then goes to the public funding phase. And this is where Kiva comes in, opens up your loan profile to the 1.2 million investors that they have across wow. the world. And all these investors are, are, you know, they have their finger on the trigger ready to invest in, in you know, small businesses. So um, you can see how uh, this whole process kind of levels the playing field and, and fills a void. Um, I've been an entrepreneur for the last 10 years along with Jen. And I, you know, my, my business has steadily increased over the years and I haven't been able to get a sniff of, of a loan, you know? Yeah. And um, seeing how we've been able to help um, a good amount of uh, small entrepreneurs so far, you know, just goes to show the need for this program. So what is your business, David? My business is Shirt the City. Um, I've only been in business myself for the last year since November, but previous to that, me and my brother uh, were running the T-shirt man on the hilltop. Okay. Um, and we, me and Jen and, and April and my brother, our Spaceworks alumni, we, we all went through the program back in 2013, 14, 14. Yeah. And um, we went, went through it together. We got in the same, uh, back then they were in the business of getting entrepreneurs like us into brick and mortar, you know, empty spaces from from vacancy to vitality was our motto because there were so many vacant storefronts Mm -hmm. in Tacoma. And as you all know, that's not a problem anymore. So, (laughs) so the space has over the years have had to like shift their model back then, like, you know, getting us, you know, into that location for six months from free, as you can see, we're, we're still now in business like that really allowed us to, you know, you know, build our build our business, build our clientele without having to worry about you know rent for six months. And um, like Dan was saying, like this whole thing is kind of like a circle of life. Like we started out as SpaceWorks alum, now we're SpaceWorks yeah, staff. I yeah, like it. You know, I and, like it. And we're still entrepreneurs too. Yeah. So give um, back. Yeah, the whole yeah the whole program is definitely uh, beneficial for entrepreneurs and the city and everybody in Tacoma, really. Okay. And Jennifer, what's your business? Um, I own Spun Clay Art Studio with my best friend and business partner, April. Um, We're also up here on Hilltop. We were on 10th and MLK and they sold our building. So we moved down to 13th and MLK, (laughs) which you think would be super easy, but you know, a pottery, moving a pottery studio is not as easy as it sounds. Okay. I like it. That's great. And so heavy and fragile. <laughs> yeah. Like myself. <laughs> so Jennifer and David, what advice do you have for our aspiring entrepreneurs out here in our community? We'll start with Jennifer. Feel the fear and do it anyway. 
I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Just do Most it. Definitely. And then also, you don't have to do it by yourself. You can't do it by yourself. There's so many, you know, resources out there for entrepreneurs. And, um, you know, like me and Jen are beneficiaries of those resources. And we wouldn't have been able to get where we're at without those. So um, being an entrepreneur is tough. You know, there's a lot of ups and downs, and the downs are the ones that define you. So mm, you know, like be it. prepared to face some adversity and just get through it and don't quit. All right. That was great. So how can people get in touch if they want more information? Uh, probably the easiest way is to just go to spaceworkstacoma.com. And, you know, our emails are on there. You can reach out to us through that. Um, you could sign up for the newsletter. So folks that are interested in any of the um business training classes that are coming up. Um, those notifications go out on the newsletter. The links to apply are on the website. Um, they let you know when they're going. Um, that's the best way to reach out and contact. You can email us through that. Um, and I just, one quick little plug. You don't need to be in a SpaceWorks program to reach out to me or David. Um, I'm happy to help anybody. So, just wanted to put that out there. That's so nice of you. Yeah. All right, David. Yeah, same thing. You can you can find my email on the website if you can't. It's David C at TacomaChamber.org. Uh, to go directly to the microloan page, it's spaceworkstacoma.org slash dot no, com slash microloans. Okay. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time on Give Me the Mic. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Did you know Channel 253 is member-supported? I'm producer Doug Mackey, and I hope you will show your support by going to channel253.com slash membership and join. Thank you. Give Me the Mic is part of the Channel 253 Podcast Network. Check out our other shows, Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, We Are Tacoma, Move to Tacoma, Taco Man, Flounder's B-Team, Crossing Division, Citizen Tacoma, and What Say You? This is Channel 253.